0: TV it is actually quite nice to try you take a bit of cheese like a, like, a sort of a, like a fairly strong cheese not not a not a soft cheese a hard cheese like a cheddar or a, um, yep. I don't know like a Gilesburg or something like that mm-hmm. and you put a little bit of um, coffee on it ah. like instant instant coffee I think
1: like dry coffee.
0: Like instant instant dry coffee, yeah, not yeah. Not, not I think actual <laughs> actual like ground coffee beans doesn't sure. quite work as well. But I think it's instant coffee. And it's a little bit of honey. And it's actually quite nice. Wow. Yeah.
1: I'm trying to picture it. Or imagine it.
0: Well picture it. Imagine like a yellow bit of cheese. <laughs> <laughs> and some brownie stuff on top. A little, little top. bit of brownie stuff on top and then a yeah. little bit of sort of so brownie sti- kind of see through sticky, sticky sti- stuff on top. Uh, sticky brown stuff. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. It was actually quite good. I tried it. I think it mm. may have been a Jamie Oliver thing, actually. Oh, yeah. Right.
1: You know, I, I had once at a, um, it's actually at, um Sparky studio um, recording one day, and he said, do you guys want some lunch? I said, yes, we'd like some lunch, please.
0: I'll have some too, so, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what he said? <laughs> and um, so he
1: made us toast with Peanut butter, a fried egg, and sweet
0: chilli sauce. Toast, peanut butter, fried, fried eggs, egg. and sweet chilli sauce. Yeah,
1: in that order. And it's kind of like satay
0: Oh, yeah, I guess a peanut sweet butter, chili. Yeah. 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 I can see and that. it
1: s- sounds weirder than it is, but it's still pretty
0: weird. Yeah. It is a bit weird, yeah. But that's all right, I guess. There's lots of weird <laughs> things, and they are, yeah, you know, got to try out some stuff. So uh, welcome to the uh, food podcast, the super fun, awesome, happy time, uh, breakfast edition time. <laughs> time. <laughs> um, yeah, yes. I just had
1: breakfast, so that's that's appropriate.
0: Well, you have. I, I had a few hours ago because I've got children and I wake up at, yeah. at normal hours, not uh, in the middle of the day like you. But um, uh-huh. so I, I did... had afternoon tea just before. <laughs> did you? <laughs> 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 that's funny. No, So welcome to the podcast. Uh, my name is Gabor. Hey, welcome. I'm Alex. And
1: um, yeah, you're listening to uh, Radio Breakfast.
0: The smooth sounds of the Super Fun Awesome Happy Time Breakfast Coming up show. next is
1: Enya, Enya. <laughs> for four hours.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Yeah. Um, so before we start, big thank you to everyone uh, listening, of course big thank you to all the people um that sent in pictures and i'm not prepared i should have done this just before um there's uh, uh, because we do this thing um we always say uh whatever it is you're looking at while you're listening to this podcast take a photo of it um and send it in and um there are some people who do it and some of the people that are doing it, and I'm just stalling because I'm trying to find it on the internet. Lost the photos. Uh, well, there's the usual suspects: Ram, Ram, John, Ram always sends us pictures. Big thank you to Ram, and uh, hello um, to Ram over in the US, uh, US of A. Uh, there's Hugh Roberts as well, uh, who sent us a picture listening to the podcast while waiting for my dinner at Rosie's, in, uh, Rosie's, I guess, Indian takeaway. And there's a picture of an Indian place in Wales. <laughs> And Ram sent a picture of a, not sure what that guitar is, but it looks interesting. Two humbuckers. is than oh, like the red one. Yeah, some sort of a Les Pauly yeah. thing, but with a different, um, maybe like Scratch a plate. like an old Yamaha or maybe a. Not sure what that is, with a picture of Vivian from the. Um, oh, what's the show called? The Young Ones oh right yes uh and also uh john osborne listening to episode 50 at pirate cove marina which i believe is in rhode island uh or we were talking about this last time in and on rhode island (laughs) (laughs) and or and or on because it's in because it's a state but it's on because it's an island Hmm. yes so this is not just this is also the um Grammar podcast. (laughs) Is it? Grammar? Is that what it is? Um, Anyway, whatever it is you're looking at uh, right now, uh, you know, take a photo of it. And if you are uh, really, really, really super nice and an awesome person, um, why not leave us a review on iTunes? That would be cool. Because right now, if you go and look right now on iTunes, um, only one totally awesome person has left uh, a review, and it Who definitely was wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yes.
1: So, Might have to rope for family members.
0: Yes. Um, yep. Yes. Or anyone out there. So, uh, if you 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 know, if you would be so kind, that would be absolutely awesome. Leave us a review on iTunes. Um, take a photo of whatever it is you're looking at while you're listening to this and send it in. Mm. Uh, and also, quickly before we start as well, well I mean start do we really have anything to start i mean we've started so um <laughs> yeah we are currently doing a giveaway um, that's right we in have the a month fuzz of se- month of september 2018 yes and and we're... what is it all about alex
1: oh it's many things many things is it <laughs> I know, I just put my t- cup down <laughs> yeah we're, we're giving away a fuzz pedal from cast engineering it's called the gypsy haze yes and we've just done a video of it And um, so it's basically a fuzz and then it does the fuzz Octavia thing. Yes. And then it does the fuzz Octavia thing as a momentary effect. Yes. So, which is really cool because you can just grab the octave effect for like one note or part of a phrase or part of a riff. (coughs) Yeah. Which is pretty cool. And then it's kind of big party pieces where you can actually modulate the Octavia effect,
0: which is what they call stutter mode.
1: Yeah, and it's basically like a square wave tremolo on the Octavia effect. If that's
0: yes, so you've got the fuzz is always there. Yeah, but the Octavia effect is is sort of on off on off on off Mm. on off, and you can set with the same switch again. That was only moments ago a momentary switch, (laughs) and only moments before that it was a switch to turn the Octavia on and off. It is now has now become a tap tempo switch. And you can set how fast you want that to, to happen. It's quite a unique yeah. sound. So, yeah, check out check out our demo for it. And if you want to win the, um, the pedal, go to our YouTube channel and check out the video there. And I think a lot of people, maybe people didn't quite get what I was saying. But if you leave a comment on the video that gives you one entry, if you want yes. more entries, go to Facebook and Instagram and share or repost the post about the giveaway tag friends in it and do the hashtag uh, gypsy haze please and that gives you more entries and how it is let's 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 add this to the equation in the month of September mm-hmm. if you add if you leave us a review uh, on iTunes, a positive review, negative reviews will not review. be. <laughs> negative <laughs> reviews will not be. That's a, another entry, so you 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 uh, that enters you in the the giveaway as well. Um, yep. So you got to you got to go. I mean, the video explains it all. I thought, but maybe not. So you got to go to the video, leaving a comment on that video on the giveaway video gives you one entry. If you go and and you have to subscribe to the channel, uh, and then you have to subscribe to on Facebook and or Instagram, both or one or the other, to our Facebook page um, or Instagram page, uh, Cast Engineering and uh, Peerless Music, so either or Facebook or Instagram or both, and go to the post about the giveaway, share it or repost it, tag friends in it and use the hashtag giveaway please. If you don't use the hashtag, we won't be able to find it really, so use the hashtag giveaway please isn't that gives you each time you Hayes, do that. Please? Sorry, wasn't a gypsy haze, please. What did I say? Giveaway, please. Oh yes, gypsy haze, please. Sorry, not giveaway, yeah. please. Don't do <laughs> giveaway, please. Gypsy haze, please. Um, and you can do it as often as you like. And each time you do it, that's an extra entry. Yeah. So, so what you... we'll actually be doing at the end of this giveaway, we're going to take every entry and put it in a list. And if you have, if let's say I'm just saying a number, if a hundred people entered, right? It would be you would have a one in a hundred chance but if out of a hundred people that entered you uh, or a thousand people or whatever you uh, left a comment you shared the post on our page on cast engineering's page and on on music's page on both Instagram and Facebook once at least that gives you not one entry, that gives you one entry for each of those. So that would be seven entries all up that you get. So you would have seven chances out of the Much 100. Much better odds. Much, Much better, better odds. odds. And you can do it, you can do, if you like, every day 15 times. You can share <laughs> it or repost it and tag all your friends in it and use the hashtag. And every time you do that, you get an extra entry. So, uh, and, and the newly added thing, which is the leave a review on iTunes. Excellent. Yes. Yeah, so cool. now that, that that's it, that's it. So uh, <laughs> we've done all that. So now, Alex, how are you doing?
1: Yeah, good. Good. I ha- had a gig um, gig yesterday, so I've had a um, bit of a sleep in to recover.
0: Ah. Wednesday gig?
1: Yeah. It's like this corporate thing in, in the city. Ah, in the city. Shitty- and, yeah, shitty walk. Shitty walk. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was good. It was just... It was, there's a lot of driving, and the times I had to drive was peak hour, uh, so and that's an annoying took. drive. Yeah, it's a long enough drive as it was, but it's half an hour more, at least half an hour more actually, because of I, traffic.
0: I find Sunshine Coast to Brisbane now. It's even not peak hour time. It's always busy. There's always roadworks mm. everywhere,
1: and then and it was it, on the south side too. So you uh, had to go th- through the middle of the town, through the city to.
0: Well, you can take yeah. the tunnels and stuff, and pay probably mm. what you make in in gig money yeah. on on road tolls.
1: <laughs> <Rotol. laughs> That's it.
0: Um, but uh, yeah, so who, who was that with?
1: I was doing sound for that uh, cabaret show The Oh, ladies. the kitty cats. Kitty cats, yeah. Oh, the kitty cats, um, which is cool because it was ended up just being two short sets for a corporate event, and um, I found out a couple of days ago that they actually had another. Production company Sublime Audio. So, oh, I took, so you just rocked up. I rocked up. I did a walk-in. Oh wow! I thought I was going to take in PA and full kit. So I just took one rack of a small digital mixer, which we already had their in-ear monitor sends set up with, because they're starting using in-ears now.
0: Oh, did they, so they got in-ears.
1: Yeah, they got some good Sennheiser ones. Oh,
0: okay. Which
1: is really cool. And um, yeah, they loved it. It was their first show. So, so um, basically, what it is, it's like. Um, kind of like big band swing type music with three female singers on the front. So they, um, yeah, it was their first gig with all using in-ears.
0: Ah.
1: And they all loved it,
0: yeah. For singing, it's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, generally, I think, I, I, I personally quite like using in-ears.
1: Mm. I've never actually owned it. I've done a couple of gigs on them from other people's. But I haven't actually owned them, so I haven't done a lot of shows on them.
0: Well, I, I bought some a couple of years ago um, yeah. because I started doing. There's more and more gigs around here that I've been doing where you can't use amps on stage. Yep. Um, and just to keep stage noise down. So it's. it's um, It'd be actually funny to do like a. Put your, your phone down and record to just acoustically what's going on. Because on stage, yeah. I mean, you have an electric kit. So all you hear is like, you know, as loud as that. <laughs> <laughs> and um, um, guitar, no amp, just going through. Well, I had an amp, but go, I, used, I usually use my amp going into the mm-hmm. torpedo and then straight into the PA. Um, yep. Bass, going through just a Sansam amp, bass cool. pre, straight in. Yeah. straight in, And then I guess you at the singers. So it's just a bit odd because you probably... The actual acoustic sound, when you don't have your in-ears in, you can't hear much at all. But um, yeah. I quite like it, and especially when you can have... Um, I mean, if you have monitor mixer guys and stuff, it's a whole different story. But, mm. um, I mean, most gigs I do, we do our own sound. And yeah. It, it, yeah. since now you have, you know, um, digital mixers and stuff, everyone has an iPad in front of them and does their own in-ear mix, and it's I think it's great. Mm. You can do your own EQ, own send, own mix. You know, you can add, or get rid of effects on the voice. You know, you can have reverb on a voice or not, or reverb on a guitar yeah. or not, or whatever you want to do. And it's completely independent of front of house. It's great.
1: But I think that kind of stuff's great, but it does take a little bit of getting used to. It does, yeah. Like you need to give it time, like because generally most people have been playing for what, at least ten years when you're playing in bands or something. Yeah our gigging so that's a decade of like habits to try and kick in you know a couple of songs <laughs> yeah, yeah into the first set yeah. so um it's kind of like i was doing this um this band sound for a while like a semi-regular thing and it was a rock band and we decided to use a fish tank around the drum kit uh, like, perspex. like the perspex thing yeah yeah um uh, barrier and um, I, I loved it Like, because he could play hard and I got this really good drum sound, it was still a decent sized room, it was a fairly big room like a few hundred people but um, it's just cleaned up the um, all the bleed in the vocal mics and um, yeah, this, this, the volume coming off stage from the kit because it, it was a fairly hard hitter, Yeah, it was um, so much cleaner um, got the PA to do its job, it still sounded big without being overly loud And um, but the band didn't like it because they are kind of older guys and they've been playing like this for thirty years, you know.
0: And all of a sudden it's quieter, yeah. Yeah, Yeah.
1: like oh, I don't like it. I don't like it. Well,
0: mm. (laughs) it was it was it was funny. I did dismiss it straight away. I did a couple of gigs at uh, with a uh, sort of filling in in a friends band um, at the casino in Brisbane at the Live Wire Bar, and uh, the drummer um guy called Darren Darren Muller who's Fantastic yeah, yeah. drummer, actually. Yeah. He, I think, just around then he started using perspex, and he said, "Oh, he wants to try out the perspex stuff," and he put it up. Because yeah. actually, the band was killer band. I mean, I was mm. real, I was the old one out there, but because <laughs> <it> was this <laughs> no, guy Chris, what... Chris Tomlinson, who's a fantastic keyboard player, who's yeah. now moved back to the UK. Is from the UK originally, and he's moved back there. Um. And uh Phil Her- hervela I think that's how you pronounce his name, Phil, who um sort of yeah. good friends with Roger from Signal Chain and all that now as well. On bass, who's a great bass player as well. And Darren on drums and I played guitar. And then we had um uh two singers, um, and one uh Lai Layas Layas Utovo, I think his name was something U- something like that. Fijian guy. But right. he was he was Prince. Like this Little yeah, guy cool. with an afro and he had the moves and, it, oh man, he was fantastic. And um, I think he's on some TV show now in Australia. I just right, saw some okay. previews on some show. Um, yeah. Whatever it is, anyway. And then this girl, Angie, uh, who was um, like a big Samoan girl. She was on a Voice or something not long ago as well. And uh, like, they were insanely good. Yeah. So cool. it was us playing and then... These two just ridiculous voices, like ridiculously good voices—a <laughs> male and great. a female voice up the front—and like Lai had all he had the moves, you know, he was dancing and stuff. It was great. But anyway, going back to the perspex, yeah, there sure. was a two times. The first two times, um, I think Darren used the perspex, yeah, and it was just funny because he did he when you load in and out of there, you kind of got to go through the casino. A little bit through one of the casino bits, and um, it was just funny. He did one whole trip, just holding his big perfect sheets <laughs> above his head, walking through the casino. It just looked funny. Um, long story for nothing really. It just looked re- really funny holding his huge sheets, sort like of a above part of your a, head. Heist. a Heist is going on. A heist walking through the casino. Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah. That was, yeah, long story, but yeah, that was a great band, and man, they were good. They were really, yeah. really good. Um, I've
1: only done one gig with Darren and his killer drummer.
0: He's a killer drummer, and yeah. and the whole band. Like I, mm. I felt really um, left out because I, I sort of went, I'm no, I'm not in a league, anywhere near in the league with those guys. Because <laughs> um, yeah, they were they were bloody fantastic. Those guys, they were really really good. Yeah, cool, nice. Um, yeah, but in I quite like in but uh, especially for singers, because you can it, you can hear yourself so much better.
1: Yeah, that's what the girls are saying yesterday um, after the sets. They barely had to like work, like they could yeah. use all the dynamics and noise, of because they they are great singers. These and, three, and
0: they're all on wireless or. Yeah. Yeah. So because it's the other thing, you can move around and it doesn't matter mm. where you are, you get exactly the same sound.
1: Totally. And and one of the singers is deaf. Like she is oh, yeah. <laughs> getting on deaf. <laughs> I think you know who I'm talking, yes. talking well, about. Well she's um, been
0: she's been around and playing in noisy bands for quite a while.
1: Yeah, she's a bit more rock and roll like um does like blues and rock bands. Yeah. So she she used to have her wedge cranking to the point where it was deafening the other two, not just annoying them, but actually, yeah. you know, ringing ears and stuff. So now everyone's happy because they can all hear <laughs> themselves perfectly. No one's yeah. <laughs> melting their faces off from volume. And, um, yeah, and I'm happy too
0: because... Much more um, control.
1: Yeah, I, I don't have the insane her wedge volume to battle with. Yeah. Because they're generally nice nice gigs, <clears throat> like they're... Um, Know, sit down shows, like does, like ticket ticket to shows and stuff.
0: Does Andrew play in the band as yeah. well? Yeah, yeah. Okay,
1: yeah. Um, saxophone player, but um,
0: yeah. So all cool. Good. No, that's cool. That's great. Um, mm. he's cool. I really like Andrew. He's a he's a cool dude. Yeah, uh, yeah, I like it. Anyway, I, yeah. Other stories. He's cool. But anyway, um. Oh yeah, we should also mention we, we. And we'll, we'll we'll fix it up at some stage, but we'll not fix it up. But we'll do another one. But we just did a podcast with Brad. I don't even know his yep. last name. What's his last name?
1: I think it's pronounced Vandelut. It's Dutch. Vandeloot. Yeah. Okay,
0: and he's a drummer out of a band called La Dispute. Yes. And he's a friend of yours and lives sort of locally now, even though he's American and the band is an yeah. American band, but he lives he's in Australia. close by here. Yeah. And we did uh, we did a podcast with him, which was really cool. But my one of my SD cards died midway through and only recorded, like, half of it. Yeah. are going to... Which was <is> really odd. <laughs> I didn't know... Yeah, it was it, odd. It was,
1: it was a bummer, too, because we got into some cool stuff talking about... Um, I think it was just after it died, hey, where we started talking about uh, writing for soundtracks. Well,
0: he just... It just ended. It ended 33 minutes and 49 seconds into it, for some reason, whatever yeah. it chose to do it then. Mm. Um, and... Um, yeah, he was just starting to talk about the soundtrack work he was doing, and it was quite interesting when we were mm-hmm. talking about that. And um, yes, yeah, so it's bizarre. So it's it's a SD card that mid recording just crapped itself. Uh, well, yeah, I don't know, and but the computer can still read it. But yeah, whenever I put it into the into the, the audio recorder the, that I'm recording the audio my audio on now. It just doesn't recognize it even as a card. It says no SD card inserted. And it, it was mid recording. So it's bizarre. But anyway, so we'll so redo you, that as well. Because the if other you have thing any, we any did. Ideas. Sorry?
1: If you know about SD cards, write to us.
0: Yes, yes. Because um, uh, the other interesting thing we did is that day we did a. I mean, we should probably talk more about it with him yeah. when we redo it. But just briefly, we just got these um, pedals from Zorg um, effects mm. in France. Hello, uh, Gabriel, or Gabrielle, or G- Gabrielle? Uh, <laughs> oui, oui. Uh, and um, one of the pedals we, we, go, we got is a thing called the Blow. And the Blow basically is a microphone preamp in a pedal that has an effects loop. So you plug a mic in, it has a, a like an XLR in and out for the mic, you have a volume control for the mic, and then you have a, a like just normal jack, phono jack, quarter-inch jack, and... Uh, Effect loop in and out. We can plug pedals into it, which then with a foot switch you can turn on and off. And mm-hmm. we, he is a drummer, so he plays drums in the band La Dispute, which is again I never heard of before, but apparently is quite well known. Yeah, yeah. And I saw when I went to the yeah. Facebook thing, they just did a tour not long ago with go with a band called Thrice, and I've heard Thrice. Lots of people rave about Thrice. Okay. That seems I to be a band that, band that everyone like. Oh my god, Thrice! They're so fantastic. Yeah. Anyway. Right, and it's cool. another band I never heard of before, but you know, I'm old and confused. But anyway, um, <laughs> yeah. So we did this video, and he played drums, and we put a bunch of different, some different pedals right next to him on a music stand, and he was sort of adjusting the the effect while he was playing the drums, and the effect was on the snare drum. So we had a mic yep. on the snare drum, we had an overhead mic and mic on the kick drum, and if the pedal was always on the snare drum, and he sort of could play with it and it sounded I was hoping it would sound good but it sounded even better than I was hoping it would sound it sounded really good it was really
1: such good. a cool, cool day hey it was great in in other news how cool is my big bass drum
0: that is cool yes
1: so okay side note <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> we'd never do that
1: I found on Gumtree that as uh, this guy selling some old drums like I think they're late late 60s probably okay mid-60s, anyway, the the Japanese drums, I uh, uh, can't remember the brand, but basically just sort of old drums. Anyway, one of them is an old marching bass drum, which is 28 inches, which is like a normal standard bass drum, is 22 or 20 on a um, drum kit. Yeah. And this is huge. So I um, <clears throat> retrofitted some drum legs on it, and it sounds massive.
0: It's huge. Yeah, it's a good sounding kick.
1: It's still pretty tight because of the, the shallow depth of the yeah, shell. Yeah, So that was awesome.
0: It sounded great. It sounded <laughs> really, really cool, yeah. It was. Yeah, it was really good. And, and it's um, quite a deep snare that you had on there too, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, it's like 13 by 7 or something.
0: Yeah, because that was quite a big-sounding snare too. Yeah. It's quite a big-sounding kit, generally.
1: Mm. And um, so, yeah, basically what we did, kick mic and, and overhead, which are clean, but the snare mic went through the blow, and then added effects just to the snare. Yeah. And because of the way, you know, the mics, the sorry, the the kit is fairly tight. Like there's only kick, snare, floor tom, the other day. Yeah. And hats, hats, and a crash. And um, because of the nature of kit and the gain off the microphone, you actually get a lot of bleed. Yeah. So even um, like there was what's the a couple of synthi pedals.
0: Like the, the Cobra um, Commander, Mammoth Machine, Cobra Commander. Cobra
1: Commander, like I think it's that one, especially where you kind of get these filter things going on. But when you play hats, that was the hi hats were bleeding into the snare mic as well, so they were triggering the filter thing.
0: But they were it, triggering them differently to because it was such a weak. It was a much weaker signal, so it, it yeah. sounded completely different. It really sounded like a like an old Nintendo thing. Yeah, yeah. It sounded really cool. So you had well, these these really kind of. Different sound. It's really great. The, the, the video is going to be out soon. Mm, um, yep. Check it It'll out. And, uh, yeah, he was he was great. He, he and because he was saying he would be very good for 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 that kind of video because he's quite a musical guy generally. Mm. Uh, just the way he was adjusting the stuff and as he was playing, it, I thought it was great. It was really um, really good.
1: There was one of them where he was changing the pitch of the snare by pushing down with this elbow.
0: The freeze
1: freeze that's what it was and then because if you put more tension on the head obviously it goes higher yeah so pushing down the drum head and then playing the stick with the other hand and then changing the pitch by and then how much
0: pressure you put on the skin and then with the freeze the freeze just captures one moment yeah and he it was because he so he had that and then (laughs) i just did it on the desk so he did that and then it was like one pitch and then it held it and then he was playing some other drums over it and then he did a different pitch and held that and it was it's almost like he had a, a like he was a, a, his own accompaniment. Mm, yeah. Accompaniment, sorry. That's very cool. It was really cool. Um, I actually would like to try, I'm even thinking, if we're getting him back to do another podcast, yep. maybe we should do a couple more better. Ped- <laughs> sure. Well, it's still set up here. Oh, is it? Okay. Because um, yeah. um, 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 I think the, the hog would be really cool. Ah. Yeah, cool. And he was saying he's got a few pedals that he thinks would be kind of cool. He could mm. maybe bring some that he knows better himself then. Yeah. Um, like
1: so, some of the synth stuff that, um, he, he, like, it's He really never cool. used it
0: before.
1: Yeah, he never used it before. And they do have a bit of a learning curve, especially yeah. like the... Um, the the Otterbit. Yeah. bit, yeah. yeah. And um, where it has the uh, secondary functions and you hold this and do this and this does something else and yeah. changes the waveforms of the... Uh, science thing
0: so maybe if we have time maybe we'll see and if he has time maybe next week yeah we'll we'll do a couple more um because yeah I, I thought it was great it was really really cool um anyway day. so that's that's something to look forward to and probably possibly the next podcast will be with him um if we if everyone has time anyway and we can redo it next week and but uh yeah it seems like a cool dude and uh it was a nice chat yeah. yes
1: yeah, it's, it's
0: very yeah. cool nice so what's new any new things that you've got new things
1: uh um no oh good <laughs> I've just been <laughs> well that puts been... it into that segment uh that was I've new been... things with Alex
0: <laughs> yeah coming up next week <laughs> hopefully not much has changed.
1: no I um I've been making cables for people that's my thing lately
0: oh yeah you put that on Facebook
1: yeah oh yeah um, yesterday yeah
0: or yeah, day, think. Whenever it was, yeah.
1: So, well, yeah, I've just, as a bit of a side hustle, so I've been making like some multi cores and looms for people, custom mic cables and things. Where, because um, I've been making it for myself, and I thought, yeah, it might be, yeah, yeah, sort of make some money off it on the side. So, I've, yeah, started doing some multi core stuff. Oh, you've got some
0: there nice where's the end is the end there somewhere can you see this? yeah um yes yeah, so that's uh 24 channels that you can uh and whenever the so plugs arrive um, is that for me to do yes excellent <laughs> more You're, soldering yeah you like it don't you
1: did you end up getting tech flex for it
0: no not yet no oh okay. but I, I did i did actually that's all right. i went through it and it did uh separate it in different because we were talking about you know, if I do all in different colors, that would be quite a lot of colors. True. But I think I'm doing uh, uh, one, <laughs> two, three, four, four colors. I've cool. separated into four sections with four different colors. So I'll still get that. I'm still waiting for the plugs to come. So that I don't think there's a huge rush. So. Um, if you ever
1: like making cables, check out this uh, product called TechFlex. It's basically like this um, braided webbing that you can put over cable. Um, there's all different sizes stuff for like really small multi-core, like um, like uh, channel cores, or um, it goes up to like I think like thirty mil or something, like really thick. Okay. Anyway, but um, it's that's what's on your um guitar cables at the back there, like
0: um. Yeah, well, the good one ones too. Yeah. The Goodwood,
1: and I think. What's that company in the States? The Sinuid, Sinusoid, I think. Sinusoid, yeah. Who
0: think... sponsor just about every other podcast other than us.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's the stuff they use. And it for one, it makes your cables look really cool because they're different colors.
0: You can make them hot pink like you, you made yeah, me like, one.
1: Yeah, you're welcome. No, you're welcome. And... And But also it does like protect the cable, especially if you're touring or um, gigging a lot. And especially for like the the individual fans on a multi-chord cable, because they're quite small, mm. like, individual channels, quite small. So any bit of protection or a loom, if you're doing a loom, like say from the guitar amp to the pedal board with say inputs and outputs and um, effects loops or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a good way to protect it all. if you're And color-coded,
0: so you can see from a mile away. Yeah, the um, totally. And I, I bit, find it, they, it, it, you get less knots. It doesn't knot up as much.
1: Yeah, it does make it a little bit stiffer to roll, but it does, um, yeah, protect it. it so if you're making ca- cables, do that.
0: See, and yeah. what I did with mine, with the Goodwood Audio stuff that I bought, I've got mm. three different colors, which are three different lengths. So I know from miles away... Sure. Yeah, cool. If I want, if I just need, a sh- if I'm just doing an acoustic gig and it's just I'm just sitting right next to my PA, I don't need a 20 foot lead, you know. And so I've got my yeah. green one; it's the shortest one, and stuff, you know. So yeah, it's good. Now the tech Techflex stuff is good, so I'll, I'll get some for that multi-core, and then. Cool. Um, um,
1: so Techflex Australia do have an eBay stall which you can buy it off, but they are pretty slow. So maybe order it now. <laughs>
0: okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. <clears throat> will do
1: just a heads up they're uh, great but yes like, just probably because small customers and
0: small well I'm a, I'm a pretty tall customer so. oh you are tall you're a big <laughs> customer uh, funny funny stuff nice. so uh, what's, what, what new stuff did I get you ask Alex <laughs> oh yeah hey Kapoor yeah <laughs> did you get any new things wow that you're asking Alex <laughs> Um, well, I think since last time, I got the uh, two Line Six racks.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, true.
0: Which are the one you're going to give me? Which are there? Yes, which I'm not going to give you, give to you. Damn it. <clears throat> so God, I got damn the um, I got the Filter Pro and the Echo Pro. Yeah. So between us, between oh, well, us, do we,
1: we talk about my Mod Pro? Maybe not.
0: No. Well, let's let's talk about well, Line Six Pros.
1: Well, that's new. I've, I haven't actually, um, so I'm waiting for some more cable parts to plug it in. But um, I've got the Modulation Pro, the Mod Pro rack, yes. which is the b- blue one. And we've both got a Filter Pro rack now. Yes. And you've got the uh,
0: <coughs> Echo pro. Delay Echo Pro. Um, so we just all we need to do now is we need to go to the Edge's place and steal one of yes. his um, mm, Distortion, distortion Pros that are sort of made for him. Um, and we've got all of them no but between us now we have all we have all three of the the racks and we've got all five of the um,
1: the The four four button button pedals
0: so we've been talking about it for probably as long as we've been doing this podcast uh, which is (laughs) coming close to two years (laughs) Uh, but we may actually do um, do videos for that now because I think I think that would be kind of cool because I personally really quite like all that stuff.
1: Yeah, like it's um, for me, I like Line Six, but it's a little bit hit and miss on some products. Yeah, like um, as much as you love it, I'd not. I don't really dig the pod.
0: Because you don't know how to use it. You But no, 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 no. You said yourself, you've been using the bass pod a lot lately.
1: Yes, the bass pod's different. Is it Because, do you know why I use it though? I use it if I want a crappy sound.
0: Yeah, but I mean, it doesn't matter. You still use it. still use it,
1: yeah, totally. But it's, if I want something grungy and like kind of punk and like, distorted amp or like something filter just, just a bit more messed up. It's yeah. great for that because I don't know, this might be a thing where quite a few companies do it. They get, especially digital amps. I think we came across this when we did some um, demos for a music shop locally, mm. where we demoed like little practice digital amps with modeling and, um, different effects and amp styles, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So, I found with the Line Six, the new Spider series, they oh. sound really they sound really good if you build your own amp from scratch, sounds yeah. from scratch. But the presets
0: are crap. Yeah, it's funny. I, mean, I think I talked to, just just got a quick side note. I think I t- mentioned it a couple of podcasts ago. Henning yeah. did this video where he said, "What did you know? What did I use to record this?" Like he recorded this kind of track, like prog sort of track. Yeah. and said what amps or plugins or whatever did I use for this and I thought it was the, it was just around the time when the new PRS Waves, plugins, uh, amps were released so I wrote that but it was a video did you see that? it was an answer to Spectre Sound because uh, what's his name at Spectre Sound? Um, 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 oh, what's his name? Glenn Fricker Glenn, uh, yeah. He did a video, it's the, he, he, and not just a video, but he says it every single time that the Spider Five is the worst amp ever. Ah, right. <laughs> and he like demolished it with a sledgehammer. Uh, yeah, right. And Henning yeah. did this track. <laughs> that track was recorded all on the Spider Five. Right. And he That's said, uh, "See, Glenn, you're wrong." <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, I do have to agree. I, I, I don't think it's the worst thing ever, and I don't think the Pod is the worst thing ever. I right. think they all well, have an application.
1: Yeah, but like the new spider series is what like almost ten years on your pod. But but I still so
0: that- still I, I still believe and I'm I'm putting yeah. my foot down here <laughs> the main difference that has changed and has gotten better nowadays is the the cabinet emulation. Yeah. And you you yourself you yourself and it's on video and everyone can watch it. There's a <laughs> video going. that we have on our YouTube channel called The Pod Challenge um, where I kind of challenged you in a way and we said, let's do a sound that you... <laughs> let's see if we can find a sound that you like. And you did like it. You said in the end, that actually sounds all right. Yeah. Because if you... And again, it's the same thing. If you use the presets, the presets are... yeah, Because the presets are meant for... Um, most of them i think are meant for young kids you sit at home you either plug headphones in or you just use it at quiet volume at home in your in your room Mm -hmm. because and that's what henning said as well they're practice amps they're not studio amps they're practice amps yeah true and um um and i think the same is with the pod i mean the pod was made even a lot of people use it in in other scenarios and i mean the edge The freaking edge. (laughs) I mean, if there's anyone in the world, right, who has access to just about any effects, any amps, any guitars in the world, or not just access to but financial access as well and has financial access to having 50 semi-trailers lugging (laughs) their their gear around. (laughs) Yeah, totally. You know, not many other bands have access to things as much as that, those guys have if you watch the the rig rundown that is that what it dallas shoe or whatever his name is his guitar tech did he said 80 percent of his guitar sound distorted guitar sound is the line six rack 80 percent, and that's a guy yeah, right. he can have anything he wants because if he goes if the edge goes you know what guys i need an extra semi-trailer just for the guitar stuff Everyone will go, yes, Edge. Of course, Edge. <laughs> no one's going to say, Edge, buddy, no. Uh,
1: have you thought about a camper?
0: So I'm just saying, I'm just saying. But anyway, um, I think, I think um, mm. the pod, if you use it right, if you use modern IRs, it's sure, yeah. it is um, not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's the greatest thing ever and I'm not saying and I think we said it in a video as well I'm not saying if you have the pod and a I don't know a, a dumbbell amp in your room in your where you're sitting and you plug into the dumbbell amp and play it and then you plug into the pod through an IR into a full range speaker and play it of course you go, it's going to be different in the room because you have a freaking mm. $100,000 dumbbell amp there yep. versus yep. a pod but in a recording, right? In a in a in a in a mix of a recording, I don't think you would hear the difference. If you go into a good studio with people who know what they're doing, with good preamps and good everything good, um, I don't think in a recording in a mix you would notice a difference whether you're using a hundred thousand dollar amp or whether you're using a pot. That's my opinion. Oh,
1: they're fighting words.
0: <laughs> I don't think he would. Whether the, the, the and again, the player, the guitar player, may yeah. feel a difference because the way the guitar plays may be different. But, definitely. But yeah. let's say, okay, let's say you're sitting in a recording studio. But I mean, that's the other thing. Most of the time, when you're sitting in a recording studio and you record guitar, you, most of the time, don't hear your amp direct. You hear it through headphones or you hear it through mm. studio monitors back at you because the amp is in a different room. So I don't think it matters that much either. But let's say you sit in a room with your favorite amp, you're recording something, it's blaring, you feel it, you record it, but you also record it dry. And then later you re-amp it. Oh, yeah. Through a $100,000 dumbbell and through a... Um, through a pod, and put the three different ones in three different places in a mix, I doubt that anyone could hear the difference. Mm. As in, I mean, any, by anyone I talk, I'm, I'm not saying, you know, um, who's some like, like, like uh, Chris Lord Alvey, whatever his name is, or, you know, like some, yeah. some super high-end mixing guys. They probably would, maybe. But majority of people and especially the people that listen to the stuff, majority of music listeners, but even majority of musos, I don't think you would notice a difference. Hmm. Or not... not okay, let's not say I, notice a difference, but you wouldn't necessarily go, this one's better than that one in the context of a mix. Right. If it's the hmm. same sound, if you dial it up to sound the same. Does or the roughly thing, the
1: same. I don't think you can, because of that little thing... That gap, which is the gap between the speaker and the microphone, which is air, and you can't replicate air in a pod. But in a
0: mix, I think you can. In a mix, I don't think you hear it. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Maybe we need to do a (laughs) test. Okay. (laughs) All right, we'll do a track, Uh. some track. We'll see if someone that you've recorded will be kind enough to let us use a part of their track. Yeah. And we'll reamp it, whatever the part is. We'll do a part, we'll record a part, either you or me mm-hmm. or both of us. We'll record a part and we'll reamp it through the pod and we'll reamp it through whatever amp you like. And then we'll see if interesting. other, not you or me, but other people will invite other muses along and we'll yeah. see if one will say one's better or the other one's better or one's worse or the other one's worse not knowing which one is which and i mean again even if they don't sound exactly the same it doesn't really matter right it's just sure you know have two sounds that are similar you know to either distorted guitars or clean guitars with mild overdrive or you know whatever Gotcha. Hmm. okay i reckon we should do that as a test yeah because i honestly don't think you would really notice the difference I mean, we don't have access to a $100,000 Dumble, sadly.
1: I've got a $1,000 Dumble.
0: A <laughs> clone, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so just two zeros missing, but, you know, what's two zeros yeah, between friends? It's
1: d- still a Dumble circuit. Yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah.
0: Okay, well, let's do that. Mm. Interesting. Done. That's a video that's coming up. <laughs> um sure. Sounds good. Mess. Anyway, now that we've talked about it, and the, all the Line Six stuff, we'll do all the Line Six stuff too. We'll oh do a yeah, bunch but... of videos that's <laughs> going to be serious too. Actually, <laughs> just just a thought, because yeah, I've been buying a bit of rack stuff. You've got a whole bunch of rack stuff, outboard gear. Does it seem like rack gear is sort of coming back? It seems to me like oh. rack gear is sort of maybe making yeah. quite a return. Because I mean, retro mechanical labs. And if you guys are listening, we love you guys, <laughs> and we would love, 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 one of your um or me, not Alex, but me, uh, one of uh, the Rackmount um distortion. distortion fuzz thingies. Yeah, they made that. Um, Anna Sounds just made their Biton fuzz uh, Rackmount, rack. which looks great, by the way.
1: That's yeah. I think I might need one. Yeah,
0: with the wooden front and. It <laughs> has a wooden back, too. <laughs> oh, there's a back wooden, too. Yeah, yeah. And the the, the actual rack mount bit is sort of like a mesh so you can see through it, all the components inside. Did you see that? It's killer looking thing. Some,
1: someone's here. Ah, okay. Pause for a second.
0: Intermission. <laughs> Please stay tuned. The show will commence shortly. <laughs> Hi.
1: Mm. (laughs) hmm kenny g
0: it's just it goes for an hour and six minutes it's just just a youtube thing called best off on hold music wow (laughs) i'd hate to i'd hate to hear the worst well um okay so rack mounts is it just me or are they making a comeback Comeback? Hmm. i think they
1: possibly are yeah um like, because just because of the size of the things, you can fit a lot of DSP power in a rack. Yeah, rather than a little mini pedal. Pe- pedal, yeah.
0: Well, see, I think so, it's funny. It, it almost seems like we we went through that phase of let's make everything mini pedals. Yep. <laughs> and now it's kind of going the total opposite. Let's go really big and rack now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> totally. I mean, person- also
0: sorry, you guitar
1: go. guitar sounds are kind of doing that too. Like there was. Like the, um, obviously the 80s thing where everything's big and wide. And then early 90s, kind of a lot of it became rock and roll, grungy, DS1 kind of stuff. watts and oranges and Marshalls and fun stuff like that. Yes. Late 90s got a bit more pop and cleaner. And then like early 2000s is a lot of like, Bad this music. is obviously. But yeah, that, that really, <laughs> you know, the really crap like um, like rock hip hip hop stuff that came out, <laughs> like Lincoln Park and shit. um.
0: Oh, uh, send ooh. your hate mail
1: to Alex yeah. at Superfunnels. Maybe <laughs> And uh, and what's the other stuff? Oh, Three Doors Down. That's pretty bad.
0: And that, I mean, all that. What were they called? Um, Fred Durst and the crew. Um. um <laughs> Oh, I can't think of them now. Was that Green Day? Limp Biscuits.
1: Oh, Limp Bizkit, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's that what I was thinking. Bad stuff. Yeah. Um and then it kind of last five or so years it's kind of gone quite clean. Like, yeah. like lots of like clean with modulation and delays and reverbs. Well, Chorus it's has made
0: of, a big comeback. Yeah. And now chorus it's, sort of there was a quite a long time where chorus was sort of the Super daggy. If you right really now. wanted to, if you really wanted no one to listen to your music, use lots of chords. <laughs> yeah,
1: eighties <laughs> throwback. Yeah. But yeah, now it's it's kind of, I think sounds are coming out of that drier, clean thing, becoming more wet, becoming more probably more modulated, and I guess rack. Gear does lend itself to those kind of sounds.
0: Okay, well there you go. Yeah.
1: So yeah, I just I, I, it's the beginning of the new eighties, man.
0: I, I personally <laughs> begin. Didn't we go through the eighties? Isn't it sort of going into the nineties now again? Like in in a lot of music style, like the whole grunge thing is, seems to be really coming back again. I know I have young young kids that are guitar students of mine who, yeah, are really into grunge right now.
1: Yeah, right. Uh, new
0: stuff. Sorry? New, new grunge or old grunge? No, old grunge. Oh, okay. It seems like we went through that whole 80s phase just not yep. long ago. And then it seems to be moving into the 90s now. As well, you know, there's more and more people with ripped jeans and stuff now.
1: Yeah, they're homeless, man.
0: <laughs> no, but you know what I mean. That's, <laughs> that, 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 it's sort of... Because it, it, always, it always goes in circles, doesn't
1: it? Yeah, totally. totally and I that. think we just yeah. went
0: through um, that... Early, like the first half of the two thousands, sort of, and then into the early two thousand ten and stuff, teens. Mm. Yeah, that was sort of that eighties revival thing, but now it, I think it seems to go more into the ni- early nineties now.
1: Probably with, with music in general, yeah, but guitar sounds aren't quite there.
0: I guess yeah, because you, you got all that. What's his name? Brian's friend, Ryan Ryan Adams. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Releasing all these,
0: you. like, chorus pedals and all that 80s stuff, like the Defcon 4 now, which looks yeah. looks cool, but very 80s. Yeah. Um, very cool. Yeah, anyway. But, yeah, mm. um, I, I kind of miss the whole... Um, Look, like for example, right, if I had the choice between um, an Electroharmonic's Big Muff in the old enclosure or in one yes. of the little new enclosures, I'd go to old enclosure any day because I think it looks so much cooler. Yeah, it's bigger. But it, they look so much cooler, like you've got that deluxe electric mistress sitting behind you there. Yeah. Um, it looks so much cooler, that kind of enclosure. Or your, um, um to your to your right... The, your the um, reverb? Yeah, the reverb, the holier grail. Yeah. Um, Okay, and one of my yeah. students just cancelled. That's all right. Um, Holy Grail. Holy Grail. Yeah. Uh, those big boxes, and, and and same with like rack mount stuff. I just think it looks cool. Mm. Um, whether it has more DSP power and stuff. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, it's all good too. But
1: obviously, not the Holy Grail. But
0: no, no, no. But I mean, as in as in rack mount stuff. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think the bigger stuff, even though it may be a little bit less practical because it's bigger. It just looks cooler in my opinion. And I, mm. I, I personally I never got into the mini pedal thing. I never liked the mini pedals. Just not my thing. No. Yeah mini direction.
1: Oh like I've um I've got a couple of like the um mini mini tuners, the T C
0: Electronics. Yeah ones. I do use that too, yeah. The 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 Polytune two mini Yeah
1: mini and even standing on those they kind of feel like you're gonna flip them over. Yeah, yeah. Like well, well, you got to hit it straight square on, otherwise it, it wants it to flip. So
0: it's yeah. just yeah, and putting them on like pedal train style pedal boards, they seem to they did just you know if if it if you have to fit them into like in one of the gaps, yes.
1: That's what I got. I got a new pedal board.
0: Oh, you got a pe- pedal board? I, I knew there was junior. something. That's right.
1: Yeah, and I did get a new thing. So I've got a new pedal board. Anyway, we're ah. gonna. You, you finish first.
0: <laughs> no, no. I'm just. Uh, all I mean, like with those kind of pedal boards. Yeah. They seem to like you know if if it happens to fall into a place that's sort of where it's sort of mostly in between, you know the gap in between the things.
1: The rails and stuff. Then it
0: just yeah. doesn't. It just doesn't sit there. It's just annoying. I don't know. I don't like. I don't like mini pedals. I'm not into mini sure. pedals.
1: <laughs> that's okay.
0: Yeah. So Alex, you got a pedal train junior? I did. Ah. Yes. So I got one in a trade
1: with some gear with a friend of mine. Hey, uh, shout it to Link Phelps if anyone wants to check out some cool singer-songwriter Americana type stuff, go check him out on the internet. Um, yeah, it's it's obviously the Pedaltrain Junior, like I mentioned, in a hard case. And the thing is I actually want it because Pedal Train now have backpack cases. Yes. Which are super cool, I think. I think. Because most of the time, probably half the actually electric guitar gigs, I do have backline, like festivals and and other gigs like that. So um, that's – and there's always that thing of you're done at a festival set and you've got an hour or two to kill. You go have a beer backstage, catch up with people, but you've always got in the back of your mind, I've got a pile of gear in a tent (laughs) – backstage tent, mm. that's sitting in the sun. I probably should put in the car, but it's going to take 20 minutes to do because I've got to do two trips to the car park, got all my crap.
0: Unless you get a
1: trolley. Unless you do it all in one trip, backpacks. Or a trolley. Or a trolley. <laughs> <laughs> or a slave. <laughs>
0: or a slave child, yes, that's always good. S- slave trolley.
1: <laughs> yeah, so that's, um, that's my new plan for this pedal board is to Put it into one of those backpack bags cases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, and Mono, mono going... case
0: makes two, don't they? They make ones. So with oh, Monaco, do I don't know if they make them as big as a pedal train junior, but I know they make some pedal train ones, and then you can actually clip them onto the Mono case guitar case.
1: Oh, I think that's for the little one, maybe.
0: Yeah, well, the, little... that's what I mean. The junior, because the junior yeah. they don't even make anymore, do Do they? That's that's the or do they have like a heritage series or like old I think school it's called series? Classic.
1: Classic, maybe? Classic
0: series or whatever it is, yeah. yeah. See, I really like the Junior, and we had a talk about that the other day. And I used the Junior for my acoustic board. Yeah. And I was almost thinking at one stage of downsizing because I don't, acoustic, I don't seem to really want to use many effects. I really only use a, um, um, uh, a tuner, a boost, a, I have one delay and a, a looper. Um, sure. But the thing is with the case, the case is really good for what I do because the case is a- at a perfect height, the Pedertran Junior case that you sit, if you're playing acoustic guitar on- and you're sitting down on a stool and you're- you, br- you bring your own PA and stuff like I do most of the time, you put it next to you and you put the mixer, my small mixer, QC mixer on top of it um, and it's perfect height and there's a little bit of room next to it where you can put a drink. Excellent, I know it's fantastic, mm-hmm. isn't it? So yeah, it's I good. think that the, the multi multi use. And I was actually thinking as well about a bag just to downsize, because I've I've um, I've gone from using a hard case on my acoustic to putting it into a mono case, and I've got mono case for my electrics and my acoustics now. Yeah, cool. Because it's so much easier, and you put them on your backpack. And I was kind of thinking, oh, maybe I should get the mono case thing for the. For my yeah. pedal board too, but then I don't have the case to put my um, mixer on. Just get a chair or something. Yeah, but the it's... chair then is then you got to, a you got to find a chair. and it <laughs> Chairs half of the time. No, no, no but but, like so, yeah. for example, with my um, my QSC mixer, right. Most yep. of the inputs are on top for my microphone yes. and stuff like that. But the main out for the, for the um speakers in the back. Yep. And if you have monitored, the monitor outs in the back too, and the power cord is in the back, which is quite bulky. Now. Yes. I have gone to places where they have chairs, and the chairs, the the backrest of the chair is solid.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now you plug in the um, the 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 XLR and the power thing in the back for the speakers, and then because of the, you know, it's like that much, you know, like what, like ten centimeters at least, sticking out. Yeah, you know, true. if you have an XLR with the, you know, before you can really bend it, and same mm. with the power. Half of the time, they kind of almost fall off the chair because the chairs are usually on a bit of an angle. And if the back is is solid...
1: Put the chair sideways.
0: Yeah, you would yeah. think that. But a lot of times... Because <laughs> chairs aren't flat. Usually they, yeah, have, they, have, they, have, <laughs> they have bum moulds.
1: Cheek moulds.
0: <laughs> no, but, you know, they're a bit sort of moulded for, <laughs> yeah, so, to, for comfort. So yeah. I've, a lot of chairs, it doesn't quite fit and then it slips off. And the last thing you want is... ...for things to fall off as you're playing. This is true. This so, is true. in my... The, the way I... It's just a perfect size and I'm totally self-contained. So, I yeah, rock cool. up at gigs with my own stool... ...with my cool. own thing... ...sit down, totally self-contained. But you already put stuff inside
1: your case, hey? Because there's a bit of a room... ...like in your um, pedal case. Yeah, well,
0: I instead of bringing, a, bringing a, an extra case with cables i do have an extra case with extra leads and stuff but i leave that in the car just in case i need a spare lead but um i put the leads i need and the microphone i need and the power extension cord go in there because there's that extra gap in the front yeah yeah so all that stuff goes in there so the my pedal case has basically my pedal board and all the cables and a microphone and then i have another I have my backpack for my guitar which has my guitar my ipad and ipad holder you know. Sweet. And then I have um, <laughs> a bag with all the stands. Nice. And my stool but it all goes on a trolley, all one trip. Oh, cool. Nice. Because there's trolleys that you can use, and oki straps. Trolleys and arky straps. <laughs> and then you can put all the stuff on the trolley, and then you can tag it all in one trip. Uh-huh. Nice. Excellent. Yes. Very cool. So that's that's that. Um, so have we uh, Thanks Thanks for the thumbs up um, So have we come to a conclusion about The um, rack mounts are, are people moving to rack mounts Back to rack mounts
1: I think so And I hope so Because they are pretty cool
0: So what yeah. are some rack mount things That you would like to see That you would like to get or would, yeah, would you, That you would like to see made
1: That's a good one Yeah
0: Well thank you Not just a pretty Ooh. face here Cool Mm. Good. Like Should I put the hold music on again? Yeah, maybe do that
1: <laughs> Obviously, rack gear does lend itself, lend itself to time-based effects yes. Because generally you can control them, say, from a MIDI switch or something mm-hmm. Delays, reverbs, even modulation
0: mm. What it's about just, filter stuff?
1: Yeah. yeah, but that's all been done Yes yeah. <laughs> Well, um, I, quite, I quite like,
0: for example like That Anna Sounds, to fuzz Having a fuzz with lots of extra controls yeah. In a rack mount That's a cool idea
1: And I guess it's kind of been done With um, JHS's release, re-releasing Some of the pedals in 500 series
0: units Yeah, but that's 500, that's not rack
1: well, it's the 500s
0: is a rack. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like but it's yeah. I know, concept. Yeah,
1: okay, okay yeah. you No, know I mean it's it's not a pedal. It's it's still a um okay like another type of. Well, I mean that, format.
0: I was, I was actually just watching this thing that apparently now is the best time ever to buy 500 series gear, because oh, yeah. apparently um, like a year or two ago there was this huge boom, and everyone wanted to get 500 series gear, and everyone bought all these 500 series gear. And now, apparently, everyone is selling all their surplus 500 series gear that they don't need, that they never used. Sure. So I read yep. somewhere that now is the time, um, like, 2018 has been the yeah. best year for second-hand, second-hand 500 series gear because oh. the boom is sort of over almost.
1: Yeah. it's probably this um, coming into that boom with Eurorack stuff now.
0: Yeah. This
1: is totally, yeah
0: well the last couple of years just yeah. exploding last yeah. couple of years it's gone absolutely nuts I was actually just listening to a podcast called um, what is it called how we bleep or something like that um, that guy is it mylar, mylar melodies I think god I'm bad with names um, um, he was talking to a guy um, god I wish I'd remember things why we bleep um, mm. he's a uh, uh, hes he's a guy called Mylar Melodies, but he does a lot of uh, reviews for things, and I think he's one of the main Arturia review guys. Okay. So he does a lot of the official, like he did. I know he did. Um, he went to Sonic State and did the review for the Arturia Drum Boot Brute for Arturia. Like he's like a tech guy, but he just did a podcast. I quite like those podcasts. Um, uh, he did one with a guy called Colin Bender benders colin benders who's like a a electronic music artist Mm. and they were talking about the 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 insanity of the modular modular boom at the moment where i think they said two years ago or three years ago they went to nam and modular was in one of the the other halls in one of the corners Right. And this year Modular was basically in the main hall and it was one of the main things, one of the very first things he saw as he walked into Nam, into the yeah. main entrance of Nam, was yep. the Modular section. And it was huge. And he said just in those few years, it's absolutely exploded, like insanely exploded.
1: <laughs>
0: so I think well, right now, yeah, wait. we're seeing the, the Eurorack Euro boom and 500 series is of... sort of kind of disappearing a bit.
1: Yeah. But that kind of counts as, to me, that counts as rack gear because it's not. Well, it has rack in the pedal. name. Yes, <laughs> that counts. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a pedal board. It's not on the floor. It's not traditional. Well, I
0: think I think or even multi effects, you know. And I think correct me if I'm wrong though, but I think Eurorack was invented by Dupfer.
1: Yeah, one of those companies, yeah.
0: German company. And I think the idea was that you can fit it into a 19-inch rack. And I think originally it was meant to fit into a 19-inch rack and you have the Eurorack capability in it.
1: Before that was the big Moog 5RU modules. Yes, yes. The big things, yeah.
0: Which I think that sort of – I think they were talking about that as well. That's a much more specific and maybe more studio-specific stuff because it's less portable. Whereas the Eurorack – even though that's another thing that we're talking about is that that, and I mean we're go, moving away from guitar gear, but I mean, meh. um, oh,
1: no, not necessarily. One of the they Stry- were saying, are doing this stuff. Stryman, now.
0: It, well, more and more guitar manufacturers are getting into guitar it. interfaces and stuff. I mean, we're talking, we're just talking about it the other day. Um, um, Jeremy, uh, Jeremy in Belgium from Mammoth Machine, yeah, he was saying totally. he sent us that um, holy fuzz, Batman, uh, pedal, <laughs> um, which is great, by the way, really, really good fuzz. We just did a video of that as well that's on a youtube channel but um he was saying he's got very sidetracked in the last year or so with pedal making and because i know he messaged me last year maybe sometime or whenever it was and he was saying he's working on a bunch of these prototypes and he sort of sent us some ideas on the prototypes and stuff like that which sounded really cool there were like some um step sequencer stuff and I think another reverb, and a few different things. And when he's when he messaged me about the uh, sending us the Fuzz, the Holy Fuzz, mm. I said, oh, so how are those prototypes going? And he goes, well, they've all been put on hold because he just um, really fell hard into the Eurorack thing to the point where he bought a whole lot of stuff and then started making pretty much all his pedals for Eurorack as well. Uh, so you can get all, pretty much most of his stuff in Eurorack. And... Um, so more and more pedal makers, and I don't know Moleco has always been sort of doing. Moleco always had that kind of for a long time. They had that sides, yeah. Triman is doing it now. Um, yep. um, uh, what's the other brand that I was just that I just thought of and I just forgot? Um, there's a bunch of other brands anyway. Oh,
1: the, the tape delays it. Um, oh, the, the
0: replicator. Yeah, um, T-Rex. Replicator. Which, yep. by the way, I just saw. Um, um what's his name a a guy i I really like his music and i really he's the a guy called alessandro cortini he's Mm. one of the guys in nine inch nails in the band in the touring band he he used to do a lot of the synthy stuff but since atticus ross is now part of it and part of the touring band as well he's sort of now he does a bit of everything he plays a bit of guitar a bit of bass a bit of bit of everything um right but yep. he also does solo stuff and a lot of it is electronic music. Okay. And anyway, um, I follow him on on, um, on Instagram and he just got one of the Replicator Juniors, I think. T-Rex Replicator yeah, Juniors cool. with the tape ones. And he said, man, they sound fantastic. And he put all these little clips on Instagram and it sounds really cool. I would love to try them.
1: That would be uh, cool. And they
0: did make a U-Rack size. It's a huge sucker, but they did make a U-Rack size one as well. Yes. Um, now, but there's a couple of brands. More and more brands sort of that that branch out into into Eurac now. Oh, uh, mm. Dwarfcraft devices. I think they've always done it as well. Oh, really? They had a side of it as well. Okay, you realise that. And, and a few other uh, companies. So, um, I mean, I would love to get into Eurac, but I know it's a, <laughs> a bit of a Pandora's box.
1: The, yeah, deep dark hole.
0: Very, very, very deep. Very expensive. Expensive hole. No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I was we saying before they were talking about um, no one really makes good cases to travel with your Oh, right, for um, There's all these cases for um, that are more for stationary kind of stuff, and yep. like also now the um, they were saying the 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 drum not drum the the rack brutes Arturia rack brutes. We can put two together and they sort of fold up and it goes, but still, you know, if you're rocking up at an airport and you want to travel somewhere, you've got cables (laughs) hanging out, you know, you can carry it if you want to move it from the living room to your bedroom or, you know, if you want to put it in the back seat of your car to go to the studio or something like that or to a gig. But Mm. really like serious flight case kind of stuff that's not stupidly heavy. Uh, There aren't really many manufacturers that make that sort of stuff and they were sort of saying, well... There should be more, and so if there's any mm. flight case manufacturers, maybe that's a business opportunity. Looking into Euro flight yeah. cases.
1: Obviously, there's um, you can put it. You have to get a um, is it it's called a skip or a skip or something? What's the yeah the, the term for the, the actual, actual thing you put it in yes. Yeah, whatever it is, something like that. If you get a rack mountable one, obviously you can put it in a rack. But not all, yeah, not all of them are, are rack size like.
0: Yeah, and I think they're so, very limited to the size, to the rack size. Yeah. You know what I mean? So,
1: so I guess the only option is just to get a custom flight case, man.
0: Yeah, probably. Well, Which that's is, what they were saying and, and yeah. yeah. Anyway, anyway, something yeah. completely different. But um, Yeah, so hopefully well, more and more people get into rack stuff because I do quite like it as well now that I have It's fun. The yeah. only thing is you'll have to, if there's more rack stuff, you'll have to make more looms for me. <laughs> is that right? <laughs> <laughs> or maybe maker. I have to learn how to solder. Yeah, that's crazy though.
1: <laughs> Why don't you come over when when you get your plugs and we can solder it, and I'll show you.
0: It, it, do it like uh, like in Ghost, like a workshop. <laughs> you know in that movie Ghost yeah. when they're doing the when they're sitting on the what do you call the thing where you make pots and it spins Potter's oh, wheel. Like, yeah. yeah and they're sitting together and it's at, yeah, like in a movie yeah we can do that too no that sounds <laughs> Could be a romantic a bit, uh, thing Sounds yeah. a bit gay uh, well you know
1: <laughs> for us
0: um yes uh anyway um yeah well how are we going for time um oh i don't know oh crap an hour 20 But I guess some of it is you not being in the room, and there's hold music, so I don't know how I'm going to cut it. But um, (laughs) I guess we we should better call it a day. Sure, Um,
1: I should do something today.
0: We should, yes. Well, I got to still go to work. Oh, and I got to have lunch. Lunch, then work. Um, So uh, thank you for listening, everyone. Um, Everyone out there, please make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Go and check out our Facebook and Instagram pages. Uh, make sure to... Sub- do you subscribe? Yes, you subscribe to the podcast too, don't you? Make sure to subscribe. Yes. Go to iTunes and leave us a review. Be so kind. Uh, or two or three under pseudonyms. Um, and, and yes, if you do now, in the month of September, if you leave us a review on yep. iTunes, you will also be entered into the Gypsy Hayes giveaway. So, Gypsy Hayes,
1: please. Gypsy, Gypsy Hayes, Hayes, please. please.
0: please. Hashtag. Because uh, yes. you have to be polite. mm um, <laughs> Yeah, and check out the video and all that stuff. I'll put links all below this. And hopefully, next week we'll have Brad on and we'll do for Tap 2 can... of the same podcast.
1: We'll finish it off.
0: We can we can uh, sound act surprised when we hear the same things again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> really? I did not know that. Oh, <laughs> well, that's fantastic. Wait, you cool, did on. a soundtrack. I never heard of that before. <laughs> Anyway, uh, yes, yeah, so thank you very much to everyone. Thanks to all the people that um, uh, left, uh, sent photos. So, yes, so send a picture, yes. either email it to us, superfunawesomehappytime awesome, happy time at gmail.com. That's superfunawesomehappytime awesome, happy time at gmail.com. Um, send uh, or post it to our Facebook page. Uh, also, if you are someone who m- manufactures things or sells things, and you would like a podcast such as us to sponsor you? Why or not email sponsor, us and talk to us about it? Um,
1: sponsor us as the case movie.
0: Did I did I say sponsor you? I mean, yes. you sponsor us. Yes, that's what, that's <laughs> what I meant. If you uh, would like uh, us to be sponsored by you, <laughs> <laughs> no. If you would like for us to, you know, um, mention you on the podcast and talk about your things why not email us at super fun, awesome, happy time at gmail.com. There should be links below. Or find us on Instagram or Facebook and send us a private message because um, we'd love to have some sponsors on this show. Yeah, uh, just it to would make all fair- the
1: wheels wheels go round and Fantastic. the cogs turn.
0: When, you know, when things like SD cards all of a sudden stop working and you got to buy a new one, mm. uh, it's, you know, send my child to college or... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or a new SD card Well I need a new SD card So sorry well, child
1: <laughs> It's either a really expensive SD card Or a really crappy college yes. <laughs> so.
0: No but I've just bought One of the SD cards I bought It was like almost 200 bucks Because yeah, for 4K recording camera stuff uh, then your camera It's expensive does um, up. Um, But anyway um, Yeah so we better call it a day So thank you so much Because cool. my daughter's at the door as well Looking at me with puppy dog eyes
1: um, oh. oh. <laughs> Tell her to put him back in the dog. Yes. <laughs>
0: hey. So, uh, thank you very much for listening. Thank you, Alex. And um, likewise, thank you, thank you, all... thank you, ball boys. <laughs> yes, ball boys. Thank you, Queen. Uh, and um, <laughs> d- definitely no thank you to Serena Williams. That was disgraceful. Sorry. I'd put in. <laughs> okay. No, it was. It was, it was you know, uh, did you did you see that? Did you hear about that? No, I didn't. I mean, this is not nothing to do with this, but um, she had like a hissy fit. Yeah, uh, in the finals against this young Japanese girl. Yeah. And then of course everyone in America Ameri- at the American the US Open booed the lady that won because Serena had a hissy fit and lost. I mean, that's that's not right, people. Oh, All right. But you know, anyway. Um, on that note. <laughs> uh, thank you so much and bye bye. Okay. See ya. Bye.